Hi, this is Michelle Nichols, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Aren't we all lucky? Ed Robertson, along with our guest Mark Cushman, Mark's latest book, These Are the Voyages, Gene Roddenberry and Star Trek in the 1970s, Volume 1, 1970-1975. First of a two-volume set chronicling the period in Star Trek history, spanning the cancellation of the original series and continuing through the making and the release of Star Trek, the motion picture, in 1979. These are the voyages, Gene Roddenberry and Star Trek in the 1970s, Volume 1, 1970-1975, available through jacobsbrownmediagroup.com, amazon.com, and wherever books are sold online. Many years ago, I collaborated on a book called The Ethics of Star Trek with Uh a college professor from Indiana State University who uses Star Trek in the classroom and shows how, in many respects, all four of the first four series really are an adjunct illustration of all the great ideas of the great books and how there really is an ethical code to Star Trek, even though the show was written to entertain, there was a core message that united all four shows in the first four films. And while I did a deep dive into the original series and and the first four series while writing that book, I never considered myself a hardcore Trekker or Trekkie, and I know there's a difference depending on the generation between the two. But being someone who talks to people such as you, I mean, I'm well aware of the Star Trek phenomenon, and so... A lot of the information in Volume 1 of the Gene Roddenberry, These Are the Voyages, Mark, was new information to me. I found myself absorbed, drawn into the backstories of Gene's clashes with network head and studio heads. And going back to what you said before, one of your goals is to try to draw the reader in emotionally as a good film would do, which you know how to write. And which a good documentary does, which you also That's know right. how to write. That's right. It's a, I would say when you see Mark's book, don't think about the length. Think of it as a miniseries in book form. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. And I've, I've told people that about the first three volumes. I say, look, read a chapter and watch the episode. Yeah. Each episode has its own chapter. 15 pages or so, it'll take you an hour to read the chapter, if even. And then you sit down and you watch the uh, the episode for an hour, and you're going to see it in a whole new light. Well, with this book, it works that same way for the animated series. It works that way for his pilot films and so on. And and you also experience the, the, the second coming of Star Trek mm-hmm. with the conventions, the boom in syndication, merchandising. You just see it growing and growing and growing. And I was so interested to find so many of these um, archival newspaper stories that were written at the time where the correspondences for Associate Press or uh, United Press would be at one of these early conventions and say, this is like Beatlemania. They kept referring to it as like Beatlemania. They hadn't seen anything like this since the Beatles broke. And all the kids were screaming and going nuts and everything else. Now, they're not screaming at the conventions. Well, actually, they would when Shatter would come out on stage and things like that. Or Leonard. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Leonard, it was, it was more of a, it's interesting. With Leonard, they would get kind of quiet. I mean, they would applaud, but it was like a, a messiah coming out mm-hmm. on stage. And they wanted to hear every word. It was almost like he connected with their minds, where Shatner would connect more with their hearts in the fact that it was more primal. It was this 
sexy young character that everybody fell in love with, who was this dynamic personality in the show, a hero in the old sense of the word. And so when uh, when he would go among the people, the, th- the throngs of people out in the um, the, the, the conventions, they, everybody wanted to get a piece of him, like he was a beetle. Everybody would reach forward, want to get a piece of his clothing and, and stuff, where with Leonard, they would, it would almost be like the parting of the sea. <laughs> so it was, it was an equal sense of awe, but, but a different type of a reaction. 45 Years of the Rockford Files, revised third edition, the complete history of the Rockford Files, on television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 45 Years of the Rockford Files, available now at rockford45.com, rockford45.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.